0: Thank you for tuning into the worship chat. I'm John.
1: And I'm Eliza. Eliza, how has
0: your week been?
1: It's been great.
0: Cause you've been on vacation. That's I why you have, think it's great.
1: I took my first Sunday off to like that wasn't a youth trip. Um I went to yeah, Now now wait
0: a second. Let's let's stop Let's not let's not blow by this. Your first Sunday off since you started here Worship
1: leader. Yeah, in about to be four years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. time. Yeah, it was time for
0: vacation. Let's <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So I went with some friends that go to our church that like literally been my best friends since I was children. Um, and we went to Atlanta and spent the day. Then we, um, while uh, one of my best friends, she went to a concert and uh, we hung out in Atlanta. And then we woke up. We are uh, really early. And we drove to charleston south carolina and we met our other friend we stood in line um or well, we sat in line um to go to a concert that's one of my favorite like non-christian bands um remember how like in march like i went to my other favorite band's concert and so it was like a rock concert and we um had the best time and we um, got to meet the band. Like, we weren't supposed to meet the band, and we did, and it was crazy. And, like, we got, like, front row, and it was just an awesome time. And so it was really good. It was good to see my friend Um, in Michigan. She drove 13 hours to the concert. So wow. <laughs> we drove 13 hours to her in March, so it was her time to join us in the South.
0: It's about time, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> Enjoy us and our humidity down there in the south.
1: Exactly. exactly.
0: It was pretty day too on wasn't it? I mean, it was oh, nice. it
1: was. We, we got... thought it was supposed to rain, and I'm like, I am not about no. to stand outside in this rain for this band, but we didn't. It was beautiful.
0: Man, I tell you what, the last couple of days have been overcast, though. It's been crazy. Yes.
1: It has been so nice. But yeah, we had literally the best time, and so I'm glad we were, I was able to like get away and just have some vacation time and back feeling refreshed. Now that I've slept, I feel like I've caught up on my sleep and so I'm good to go.
0: Yeah, that's good. You know, this week I know uh, we're both looking forward to Obi-Wan that's coming out yes, Friday. Yes, I'm so yeah. ready. You pumped about that?
1: I am and that's going to help because one of my absolute favorite TV shows, This Is Us, is ending tonight. Like so you, the last you episode. You needed a little something. I needed something. It's like I had I had a, a high on the weekend, and then um, this last episode of this show that makes you cry every week is yes. ending. And so then Obi-Wan's just going to help me.
0: So I was just wondering, like you're one of these people who cries during This oh, This Is Us. It makes you cry every week.
1: Yes. Let me tell you, two weeks ago, sorry for those that have never watched This Is Us. This is about to be a spoiler. But okay. um, so... One of the main characters, like, the matriarch of this family has Alzheimer's, and, um, like, her first husband and the father of, like, the other kids, like, her kids, um, he died, like, when they were teenagers, and she got remarried to his best friend that, like, was basically, like, always around, kind of like an uncle to the kids and everything, and, like, when they were, like, older, like, years after, like, her husband died and everything, they got married, and he, um, literally, like, It was cool to finally see like their love story, which had kind of been building up, um, till this season and he got sick, but he wouldn't let anyone know that he was dealing with like all that because he wanted to be there for her Alzheimer's. And Uh then like he died, like before she, like she, again, spoiler, she died in the last episode, but, um, it was crazy. I that episode of, like, that showed, like, his decline in health but still wanting to be there for her was literally a mirror of my grandparents. And because my grandmother had Alzheimer's and my granddad had cancer, but, like, he um, took care of her and he wouldn't let people on to know, like, how bad that he was. And it was literally watching my grandparent's story play out. I cried. I cried. Wow. I, I had to pause it and sob yeah and then i picked back up and finished watching it and then my dog was literally like licking my face licking the tears off my face and so yes i cry every episode but that one hit way too close to home
0: yeah yeah wow so you will need to pick me up you will need a uh star wars pick me up
1: exactly so
0: finally chill out if only we could get baby yoda into uh to Obi-Wan, maybe you can really get a small and have a, have a great weekend.
1: Right. I mean, I do have Baby Yoda in every room at my house, so...
0: <laughs> it's supposed to be like a two-episode oh, like so. intro this week, so... I hope so. so I'm excited.
1: All, I'm so ready.
0: Yeah, I know. We all, we all need something. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, today we are getting into...
1: Kind of like the part two of last week.
0: Exactly, like part two of what we were just... Uh, We were just talking about last week, talking about why the people are leaving, and now we kind of give you the opposite way, seven ways to respond to people that attend church less often. Yeah. So, I I like that because we don't just leave them hanging. I mean, it's easy to ask a question or throw something out and then mm -hmm. not give them anything to to go on, to build off of.
1: I agree. And I think that's so important. Like we can like have all this, but I like that this is a part two of like, all right, here's the problem, here's you know, some solutions. Right. And so this is also by um, Carrie, um, same article and everything.
0: Can we let me let me one thing, let me say one thing before we go into this, okay? And I think it's important, and I think we will see the benefit of it as a church that you for lack of a better word, took care of yourself and went on vacation. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see a benefit from that in your worship.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think like so many times um, church staff, they, we, we um, can get burnt out because we just think that we're the only ones that can do, you know, our jobs and all. And that we don't put the trust in like the people. And that's what I dealt with like the week before. Letting like, go, right? Letting, letting go of go, that. Yeah. Um, but I heard that it was an amazing time and I got to watch it.
0: Yeah. And I think there's, you can only give out so much before you need to receive mm-hmm. something. Exactly. Right. So, and I'm the, <laughs> I'm not telling you from a place of, so, oh, cause I'm there. Cause I am yeah. totally not there. <laughs> I never, I never leave. And I think COVID kind of made, made that part of us. Cause I think we're the same and like that. hmm I think it made it worse yes don't you I uh-huh. mean it was like we have to be here we got to keep right. this ship moving exactly. we got you know, we got to have something going on mm-hmm. and we even worked harder to put out like content
2: yeah so
1: true and so it was like much needed even like after like COVID and everything because we were like yeah making sure that this church stayed afloat with the content and everything so it was like right. it's just been building up of like I need to like even though it was like a short Vacation. It was a much needed vacation.
0: I think there's there's something it's similar to somebody who was who's always helping somebody else and never helping themselves. Right. And I think that's that's just a word for you know, if you're a worship leader, pastor, whatever you you are listening to this podcast, you gotta take care of yourself before you can take care Mm -hmm. of somebody else. So exactly. So make sure you're you're taking your, your time off and your vacation, even if it's a staycation.
1: Right. Do it. Sometimes that's the best one, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. needs it. Absolutely.
1: All right. So, let's get in. Everywhere I go, I talk to pastors who are experiencing the same thing. People who attend church are attending less often. If it wasn't a problem before the pan- pandemic, it's an even greater problem now. People who used to attend every week are attending two times a month. People who are around twice a month often now show up once a month. And attenders who come who used to come once a month are showing up a dozen times a year. This is true of rapidly growing churches, mega churches, mid churches, Bible churches, and churches, um, I don't know, Connexus, where 60% of our growth, that must be his church, um, where 60% of our growth is from previously unchurched people. You can get mad at people, but that's not really that helpful. If all people get is judgment or should have done better when they show up at your church, why would they keep coming? You don't line up to be judged either. There are fewer and fewer of us every year who feel guilty when we miss a Sunday, like we talked about last week, have a natural instinct to head to a gathering of Christians on the first day of week, of the week, miss church when we can't get there. Some church leaders I know wonder whether people will attend physical buildings a decade from now. I believe they will, but maybe not in the droves people or even, or even today. So what's going on, and how can you compete, quote-unquote? Well, culture is changing, but two of the biggest factors that used to drive attendance in the last 20 to 50 years are now reproducible online. Two decades ago, if you wanted to hear great preaching, you'd go to church. Podcasting and online campuses have changed this. And I want to um, put in that, like, now you can be like, oh, man, you hear of, like, the mega church, like, the big mega church that's producing, like, the music or whatever, and you... Used to say, "Man, I gotta go visit that church. Like, I I right. wish I was a part." Now you can literally just go on their Facebook page, or their website.
0: I agree to you. There's, a, there's, I, I think think was it last week or the week before that we talked about. They will see your church before they set foot in your church, mm-hmm. right? Because they'll do their first visit was gonna be online. Exactly. But I think there's two something there's something else tonight, and, and I think I've mentioned this last week. It's like a lot of these. Like, like Carrie here is is talking about. Okay, we've turned a corner. Now we've changed. Now this is a new culture. It's a new day. Mm-hmm. I things have changed, but I don't know. I don't think he knows exactly where we are. Is this a, a this is a once in a lifetime event that caused this? Right. Does that mean that now on we've 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 turned a corner? We're never going back to in person church. I mean.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, I don't know what the ramifications are. I don't think he does, but it's, he does give, like we're just about to get into, seven ways to respond as people attend church less often.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, if you want great music, you had to go to church. Okay, maybe church music wasn't that great 20 years ago, but somebody liked it. Now for $20, all your favorite songs are on your phone wherever you go. Not even $20 now. Yeah. Um, so what do you do? Is the battle lost? Not at all. And like we just said, here are seven ways to respond as people attend church less often.
0: Hmm.
1: All right, number one.
0: Number one.
1: Create an awesome online presence. Launching an online campus is something I think most churches have done in the past two years. But Between Facebook, Twitter, podcast apps, websites, and blogs, people can pretty much stay connected in several ways. And even giving to church online has never been easier. 70% of our offering comes in online. Many people tell me when they are not physically present, they stay in touch via all of these media. Don't judge your people for not being there. Help them stay connected instead.
0: Hmm. That's a good word. You, you don't need to judge anybody. Right. But uh. Yeah, I just, I think that a lot of church, especially our church size, yeah. like we don't have the. We're doing this on the cheap. We're we're streaming our services on the on the cheap.
1: Yeah, on my phone and I literally realized y'all didn't have my phone. No, we did not. On Sunday. And I literally texted Cindy, which is John's wife, and I said, Whose phone are we using? <laughs> it literally just dawned on me as I'm driving, like two minutes before I'm like getting ready to like pull it up. I'm like,
0: Hold up <laughs> Yeah, I think I think she was actually using her phone and it was going like to her page and she had to share it over to the <laughs> to the, our page. like the Yeah, no, no, pages. no.
1: We used Janet's, who's one of our other secretaries. Um, It was on her personal page. And I was trying, literally while listening, to try to get it. But she had it set where only her friends could see it. So we couldn't put it on the page. And so I'm texting Cindy about it.
0: Like, oh, gosh. Don't, so, I, don't I text my wife about technology. Well, about she work. was the
1: only one that, like, I couldn't get to that yeah. I thought of. And so then I'm like, alrighty. Janet's gonna have to like change it, but she can't do it now. And so she's like, send me instructions. So I'm like screenshotting and showing oh, yeah. her how to like, t- how to tell Janet what that to do. Fine. It's so funny. So I guess I was still on the job.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the, uh, it was, I think it's, all, I think it's all fine. It's all worked out.
1: Yes, we got it.
0: But, uh, I think it's hard to say like an online community because I think what, even what me and you would like, maybe, like, the, uh, the funds keep us from, uh, from right. having that.
1: And, like, I know that bigger churches literally have hired people just to do their online stuff.
0: Or they have, and they've had it for, they've been doing before. what we're doing before COVID, yeah. and it's not any easier now.
1: Exactly. All right, ready to move on to number yeah, two? number two. All right, elevate personal relationships. So important. Somehow facilitating a personal relationship is easier and more effective in person. Churches that value personal relationships, even for thousands of people through groups, will always attract people who value personal connection, which is, I think,
0: almost all of us. Oh, yeah. It's definitely about relationships. I don't know how that can translate to online. Like, what do you think? How do you, how do, you do that online? Or know. with the online service?
1: I think it's like having, I don't know, like the staff member like on like the line, like responding back to people if they're like commenting, you know? Yes. Like a moderator. That's the only best way I could.
0: If you're listening to this, like one of our listeners, would you comment on us, like maybe on our Facebook or Instagram, tell us what you're doing for your online services. Are you doing online small groups? Have you tried that yet? Yeah. What are you doing that you think is working that can that can help others?
1: Yeah, and I also think, like, they want to hear, like, one, like, intentional about small groups, right? But, like, on the other side, like, we have to be intentional of, like, they want to they meet the pastor and worship leader, or, or if, like, as a family with children or youth, they want to meet, like, the children's pastor or the youth minister, you know, pastor and everything. It's like, so it's like, it's crazy cause we're trying to juggle all these things, but while also like we need to go be intentional and talk to these people cause they do like, it'll be, Oh, the pastor didn't talk to me. You know, <laughs> I won't come back to that church. right, And so it's like, we're thinking all these things and like, we have to be personal too, because I think it is important and like to be intentional about going up to somebody. And like, I just remember like we've had, like we've said, we've had visitors every week. And like last week that I was here, I was like, "Oh man, I didn't talk to them just because I was trying to like." Right. like I a, wish I
0: would have get around to everybody else. Yeah, I think I think too. Uh, some of that has, I think, COVID has caused us to maybe put people at our arm's distance. I mean, we still look out and see some people wearing a mask mm-hmm. during our worship service, right? And so you kind of want, okay, do they? He used to say it like a personal touch where you can't say that anymore. Right. Post-COVID, I mean, in minutes of COVID, you cannot you cannot say that kind of stuff. So I think it's harder and harder to do that, number two. Do that yeah. personal connection.
1: I agree. All righty, number three. This should be easy, but love people. <laughs> Can you fully love people without being fully present? Do human relationships go to their deepest level in person? I think so. Two in five married couples meet online today. But even those two in five couples who meet online don't stay online. They get married. Love can be expressed online, but its fulfillment happens deepest through personal contact.
0: The, uh, I mean, I know what it's talking about because it's really hard to have like a personal connection online, is it not? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. even like, um, wait a minute, I know this is way out there and I'm going out on. Uh, in the left field here but like when you're uh like online dating Mm -hmm. until you meet in person it's almost like you haven't right you haven't started dating right exactly so it's hard to find that intimate connection online Mm -hmm. or to keep that right I I think in person is next level
1: oh definitely because it's like weird if you're just like messaging or texting back and forth and like you don't, you know, everything else.
0: Well, I I think one of the things though, before we move on to like four, I I think that it seems to me that online is like a, uh, an intro, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that it can ever be like replace in person.
1: Right. I agree. Number four.
0: Number four.
1: Create an irresistible experience. There is something that happens when you are in the room and in the moment. A live concert is never quite the same as watching a song on YouTube or even a concert in full HD on a a kicking home theater system. Church is more than the sum of its parts. Between the preaching, music, creative elements, human interaction, and hallway conversations, you can get much of it online, but not all of it. At least not yet. By the way, if your church is boring, you've already lost the battle. Start there. That's so true. Like this band that I went and saw, I have listened to them. I have watched their music videos. I have watched like other performances that they've done like on YouTube, but it does not beat anything seeing them in person. Like you making
0: contact with your, eye contact with your favorite person. Like okay.
1: literally I was in front of like the bass player is my favorite in this band. Actually in both of my favorite, like I love bass players in general, but like I was like right in front of them front row and, like, literally, like, eye contact.
0: Yeah. And, like,
1: it just, ma- it just made the whole experience, you know?
0: Yeah. And so, and I think churches need to do that to make that, even in person, like, I know we're talking mainly about on, an online community here, but but make it, like, worth coming to and make it worth uh, attending. I think there's a, I think of, like, I mean, the meetings, I bet you have to, or you're thinking like, okay, we could have done this with an email or text, yeah. we, there's, there's no need why we need to be here, because the person leading that meeting did not make it irresistible.
2: Yeah,
1: and I think it's so important to make um, authentic worship experiences, like if the band messes up, we laugh about it and move on, don't, you know, Yeah. like, or I try to like look at people or make jokes or something, because... Um, like in the announcements or whatever, or, you know, something. And I like how like in preaching, like you will always like call one or two people by name Mm -hmm. and like making a, you know,
0: draw them in. in.
1: And I think like people on the outside looking in are like, wow, like I'm not just a number, I'm a name.
0: Right. Or sometimes like, like I, I I get them to repeat what I'm saying, you know, just so we're all together. Mm-hmm. There's power and unity.
1: Absolutely. Right? Okay.
0: Number five.
1: Number five. Offer online surprises. Offline. What did I say? Online? You said online. Offline. LOL. <laughs> Offer offline surprises. Do something fun in the parking lot for your or service that you don't broadcast. Create some fun moments. One year we handed out an awesome Canadian treat, gourmet butter tarts, to everyone who attended on a particular long weekend. People who missed it were completely bummed. I like it. Yeah.
0: Something just for, just for being there.
1: For being there. I like
0: it. I do too. That's yeah. a good idea. Start. The Very good idea. Take that. I, that does make your wheels turn, doesn't it? It does. I like, what can we do? And we've done some parking lot stuff. Yeah. Especially during um during COVID, and it did help because we, there was we have some people that were, quarantining at home. Because they had an, an immune deficiency at the time, and uh, or immunocompromised. So we had to, they came to that. And I think it was good for them to really see cool. that.
2: Yeah.
1: I agree. All number six. Create a culture of serving. When you get up early to set up and tear down, lead a second grade small group. Greet people with a smile. Serve on the production team, or serve meals to the homeless. Somehow you find a place in service of a goal greater than yourself. Make serving guests and others outside your community part of your culture.
0: Right. We had a, uh, Cindy and I attended like a, um, it was a contemporary church, but uh, I think they had like two or three services. And they suggested sit one, serve one. Mm-hmm. So I completely I think that's the that's benefit of like a contemporary model. Mm-hmm. There's a lot you can do greeters, mm-hmm. welcome desk, pointing people around, copy maker, whatever. And and so you've got to find a way to serve and there's always a way to, ser- ways to serve no matter who you are, no matter what you look like. Yeah. Right?
1: I agree. And I think that's on you, the individual, not the church. The, sh- the church should not be pulling you by the teeth to like serve. Exactly, yeah. You can't go and like, oh, I wish that they'd ask me to serve. No, you go find a place
0: to serve. When you're not serving, you're not living. You're not doing what Christ
2: exactly.
0: made you for. And I think it's okay to sit out a season. Like yeah. someone might say, I'm burnt out of teaching Sunday school, teaching yeah. a small group.
1: you got to be poured into.
0: Yeah, step out, but don't no. stay out.
2: Right.
1: And I think that's a lot of that has... Happened because in 2020, you weren't here to actually, like, serve, like, in church. So you got out of the right. habit. Right. And, like, we're still not getting back into the serving mode.
0: Yeah, and I think it's just going to take some time. I don't know that we're never going to get there again. I just think, man, everything happens slowly in church world, it seems like.
1: I agree. But I'm just like, come on. It is time. Let's get in.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, there We have to continue to find... Uh, Andy Stanley talks about um, different, uh, like the foyer, the living room, and he talks about different places where your people from the outside connect with your church. Mm -hmm. What it be like, you know, a lot of churches do, during Halloween time, they'll do a fall festival. Well, that's an on-ramp for them. That's a a foyer event for them to see the church and be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And I think churches need to continue to create environments. Okay, this is a great time to get back involved in church again. For these people that we're talking about. Right. And keep trying to push that. And I think it happens slowly and surely. I agree.
1: Alrighty, Number seven. Um, prioritize kids and teens. Parents can catch a podcast or watch it online. But kids really miss out when parents miss. To be with their friends who are running in the same direction and have another voice. Small group leader. Who knows their, who knows their name. Favorite food and hopes and dreams. Saying the same thing. A loving parent would say is so far unreproducible in the online world i believe that when the parents miss church the kids are the biggest losers the more you prioritize families the more families will prioritize sunday i wholeheartedly agree with this
0: yeah and then it says the shift in our culture is probably irreversible to some extent but you have something unique to offer online Mm -hmm. and offline yeah yeah, there's i mean that's true there should be Something to offer. I think that's some of the things we we missed out on as far as like really engaging our our youth during during COVID. Mm-hmm. I think we we missed that avenue somehow. Yeah. But and kids will do it. Now, there's a lot of kids. There's a lot of parents at our church because the kids wanted to be there, mm-hmm. and that says something to what you're doing. You're creating something that they love, and God's house should be like that.
2: Right.
1: Exactly, And, like, I don't know if you realize, but, like, like kids and teenagers see what their parents prioritize. Yes. And so if you prioritize church and making sure that y'all are at church, they're going to say, oh, that's important and can change the direction of their life.
0: Yeah, you can make a really big impact in somebody's life Mm -hmm. just by showing up. You don't know what... An encouragement that you are to some people. Yep. Absolutely. So we're ready to get on to our, what was it, was it, song of the week, quote of the week? Our quote of the week. Quote of the week. All right,
1: let me get mine. It's by, Mine's by Oswald Chambers. I forgot how good he is until you did one of his quotes the other week.
0: Yeah, I know. It's been a, it's been a long time since I read it. It's been years since I've read right. that. Of My, most, most highest. that was my jam that was like my first devotional book yeah so that's when i started my my personal devotion to read that book Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i think it was mine too if i'm being completely honest yeah so he says worship is giving god the best that he has given you be careful what you do with the best you have whenever you get a blessing from god give it back to him as a love gift Take time to meditate before God and offer the blessing back to him in a deliberate act of worship.
0: Wow, that's awesome. That's really good. It is good.
1: I love that. Be careful what you do with the best
0: you have. Right. I think that's a, That was a mic drop moment right there. Mm-hmm. I think. Thank you, Oswald. I'm yes. sure he's dead, but thank you, Oswald Chambers. Yes,
1: he's like my second favorite dead author. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, probably third. C.S. Lewis. It was like, yeah, Tozer, C.S., and Oswald. All
0: yeah. right. Here we go. From Martin Luther, Ooh. the gift of language combined with the gift of song was given to man that he should proclaim the word of God through music.
1: I love that quote, and Isn't I don't know why great? I haven't used it. I know I don't know
0: where where, we, where, the, where that has been this whole podcast, right? Because we're like fifty. This, this is fifty. Yeah, man. this
1: is fifty,
0: and so we're just now getting to Martin Luther. <laughs> but I he's so dead on right there. It I mean, really is. God did not give you your uh, your voice to sing Garth Brooks songs, but He did give it to sing God songs.
2: Right,
1: absolutely. And a lot of times,
0: they, people get that all all out of whack. Yeah, I know. I know somebody that was close to my age, and she's still pursuing like that rock dream,
2: mm. but
0: she is so good doing gospel and. Mm. Especially with her family, I think she totally missed out on that. Yeah. Or she totally missing out on that that avenue because she. I mean, it's great.
1: Right. Wow.
0: You ever wow. see somebody like that? Like you? You said, "Oh my goodness, if you were just blank, filling the blank." Yes.
1: You know? Yes. Absolutely. All the time.
0: <laughs> so God made us to that to worship Him, and music's just one of the ways we do mm-hmm. it.
1: True facts, true
2: facts.
1: All right. All righty. Now our songs of the week. I was going between two, and they were both um, released together as two singles from this, I don't know how long they've been together, but I'm starting to really love them called Mission House, and they have a song called If I Were a Bird, and that was going to be mine, but then they, I've been listening to If I Were a Bird, and then I realized that there was a second single that was released with it called Nothing Left to Do. And I told John that my song was going to be "If I Were a Bird," but then I felt nothing. Uh, today the vibes were nothing left to do, so that's what. All right. What my song Bring is it on. nothing left to do. It says, "We find all we are in your loving arms," and it's repeated. I love the chorus. There is nothing left to do but run into your arms, for I am broken, I am ruined, I am lost if I do not. And it just it just builds. Yeah. And I mean that's just so true that. Whatever you know, if we find, I like how it piggybacks off of if we find all we are in your loving arms, then there's nothing left to do except yes. for to run into his arms because we are literally trash if we do not. Yeah, and so then it says, There is no haven, there is no hideaway, there is no safe place outside of you, there is no shelter, there is no fortress, there is no refuge outside of you. And then it goes, This that was verse one, then verse two. There is no hope. There is no future. There is no freedom outside of you. There is no joy. There is no salvation. There is no living outside of you. Uh, and that's just—it just keeps going and repeats, like the the chorus and the second chorus, I guess. But man, that's it's so good. Oh
0: man, that's awesome.
1: And it just builds, and it like kind of is like acapella at the beginning, and then like goes, and then it like kind of like at the at the height of it of the chorus gets like this rock vibe and like mm. a rock sound. And I'm just like, I can't help but like move and just like to sing these words. And I just love it that like we are truly nothing without Christ that we can find, we can try to find satisfaction and fulfillment in everything in this world. But there's, I love the line. There's no living outside of you.
0: Wow. That's awesome. All right. Mine is from, elevation worship mm-hmm. and it's like mine two songs the, the recording i listened to was two songs but uh it's no one and you really are mm-hmm. and so the uh the no one is uh it starts out it's that one Yahweh, Yahweh, holy is your name i don't want to take it in vain there will be no other gods before you there will be no other gods before you there is no one above you no one beside you and nobody like you there will be no other gods before you no one no one no one who else can lead us lead us to freedom no one no one no one who else can hear us all our sins and disease who else can heal us all our sins and disease diseases no one no one who else can walk walk on water no one who else can answer answer by fire no one who else can bring down the talent the tallest of giants, no one. Who else can silence the roar of the lion? Who else is worthy, worthy of worship? Who else is worthy, worthy of worship? No one, no one. It's uh man. It's it's just awesome, and it just moves. And I think I've been on these. Uh, you know, the psalms are divided into different, you know, categories, and part of them are laments. And I feel like I've like a lot of the songs I've been choosing lately have been like laments, lamenting yeah. songs. And I feel like I just needed like a. I don't know, I just feel like I needed to change. Like, you know, this is just, um, it's more of flat-out praise.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And now that's linked with, uh, like, you are, you really are. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Furtick wrote this. He says, I want to know you, want to know you, I want to know you for who you really are. Like a friend knows a secret, like a heart knows the reason, I want to know you for who you really are. Like the clay knows the potter, like the child knows the father, mm-hmm. I want to know you who, for who you really are faithful 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 yeah you really are i heard you are a healer yeah you really are i've seen you as provider yeah you really are i've seen you as my father yeah you really are i've i've seen you as my father yeah you really are when i'm faithless you are faithful yeah you really are you are turning all things for good for my good yeah you really are in my weakness you are able yeah you really are that's good. Isn't? That's good. Man, he, uh, he really got me there. Uh, like the clay knows the, the potter and yeah. the child knows the father. That's, yeah, a, that's good. Some, that's some good, 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 good lyrics. Good. Yes. So I don't know how old that is, but it was, uh, I don't yeah, know, open my awkward. eyes to this. And, I, and I'm still trying to get off of uh, Gratitude by, uh, <laughs> by Brandon Lake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I still love that song. I still like Honey in the Rock. Mm-hmm. That's still on. I mean, that's. That's still gold to me. Yes. But I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you from the side. Maybe next next week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up with something off the wall for you. I'm just you know. All
2: right. Just something
0: somebody sound. different. Yeah. Maybe next time I want us to share. Okay. I want me, you and I to share. Each of us come up with a song. This is a song because I know you, Sam. You keep saying oh, okay. All these songs sound. All these praise and worship songs sound alike.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So we need to come up the most different sounding worship song that we can come up with. Okay. With. Okay, we'll share that on All top right. of what we're already doing. Yeah,
1: that sounds good. I like it. All right. I
0: like it. You there? Yeah. I'm you down?
1: There. Yeah. I am down.
0: <clears throat> and of course, next week we'll have, uh, it'll be one uh, news for you, so, so that'll be a hot take. Yeah. Uh, and there's also, uh, you know, there's uh, a couple weeks ago we had um uh, we talked about what's going on in Hillsong. Prayed about that. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's something kind of brewing. Or a report just came out in the Southern Baptist mm-hmm. Convention, and maybe I'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's still kind of fresh. It just it just came out yesterday, so I'm going to try to you know figure out what's going yeah. on with that before I really talk about it. Mm-hmm. But what we came out with, what we came up with at the end of that Hillsong article, and I like about it is that you know, we didn't sit here and just trash Hill Song. Uh, we read the article, what's going on, the ramifications of that. And then we said, we need to pray for them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just continue to pray for that church, continue to pray for the Southern Baptist convention. And I, I think that, Oh my God. I, I just think that the church right now, is just under a lot of spiritual warfare. Yeah. So pray for your churches, pray for your pastors. Um,
1: Absolutely. That they'll stay like, strong. Make sure that you are praying more than you are complaining.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And that is tough. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't think that... I like, the, like going back to that Martin Luther quote. I mean, he gave you lips to to praise him, not to slander, not to gossip. Mm-hmm. So make sure you uh, you use what God has given you for the right reasons. Absolutely. Do you have anything else, oh, great worship leader who would come back this week <laughs> I know. and know. I'll, I'll, I'll be back. No, I'm, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you had a time of rest, and I'm, I'm going to take some time off pretty soon.
1: Yes, I bought a bucket hat at the Coca-Cola um, Museum, and I'm obsessed with it. As I said, it's my emotional support bucket hat that I wear every single day. Yeah. But I'm not wearing it, and
0: I'm sad. I had on, like a bucket hat, like I wore. Uh, I got in college, and uh, like for two years, I worked on on staff. I ran sound for centrifuge that came onto Mobile mm-hmm. College's campus, and uh, so that was my my bucket hat was my. I have to get up early and do laundry for the give out new washcloths and towels to the kids this morning. Uh-huh. So you throw on the bucket hat and just go down there. No shower, nothing. Just right. to, just to open up the doors. <laughs> <laughs> So the bucket hat was great.
1: Yes. So I hope you enjoy <laughs>
0: yours as much as I enjoyed mine.
1: Oh, I definitely will. I'm mad that I'm not wearing
0: it. <laughs> Y'all, you, give it to God this week. Be an encourager. Right. I said Sunday. You don't. You never know what the people that you meet on the street, whether they have a smile or not on their head, or on their faces. You don't know what they're going through. So be an encourager. Be kind, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think you'll be you'll be better for it, and they'll be better for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna end. I um was reading, and I've been going through first, um, second Timothy, and um, Titus, and I just finished Titus last night, and I'm going through Thessalonians. But um, I kind of want to read this verse that I feel like is a good note to end on. Um, and it's um Titus three four through eight, but it says. But when the goodness and love and kindness of God our Savior appeared, He saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that, being justified by His grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. The saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things, so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. These things are excellent and profitable, for people. And I think it's just like a good reminder of like we were once one way.
2: Right.
1: But um but God has made us clean and say let's let's get rid of the things that are getting in the way of the Lord like quarreling and just not liking the things that we want.
0: Yeah, or like cast off all those entanglements that Paul talks about. Mm -hmm. Well I think we've come to the end. Thank you for tuning in to The Worship Chat. I'm John. And I'm Eli. See you next time.